Hello, Assalamualaikum, everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound, and healthy. And I'm back because there's a lot more to talk about. Um, we have had a lot of activity going on in Pakistan at the moment. Actually, I did not have the chance to talk about it yesterday while it was happening because I was sort of really, really exhausted um, after the kind of day that I had. And at the same, but, but actually, um, I was jotting down the notes for this podcast and I was, you know, um, writing down the details so that I shouldn't forget them. And at the end of the day, I decided that rather than waste time, um, you know, waiting to get the podcast done the next day, it would be better to at least get the news out. So I did uh, put it out there on my uh, WordPress uh, blog site. So those of you who were there, um, I mean, those of you who actually are um, on my blog, uh, you know, who have, who follow me there, um, you you must have seen it. And those of you who aren't yet, so I'm sorry for the delay about this part uh, regarding this whole thing. But actually, what happened yesterday was, yes, you must have heard that the illegal government of Pakistan um, took steps to basically shut down the internet throughout the country. Why? because the PTI members suddenly decided to do an online workers' convention, and that too was uh, a problem for the illegal government. The illegal government that supposedly has all the people's favorites, you know, um, on their side, and who have the public mandate, they got so scared that they, I mean, it wasn't enough that they actually tried to um, shut down the physical workers convention that was going on in Balochistan and um, you know first they put in some obstacles and they tried to create roadblocks um, then they tried to arrest uh, some of the uh, important members who were supposed to go there in, at the workers convention and when that didn't stop the, the convention from taking place now they've decided to lodge an FIR complaint against um, all those people who were out there at the convention, including ladies, of course. Why? Because um, this new Pakistan that has been built by the American imported government, why would they respect women? Now, um, as I said, that wasn't enough that they failed to stop that workers' convention from taking place, which again turned into a huge rally. Um, and this was also unprecedented because Balochistan is not known as a province that really, um, you know, sets forth to do anything on a nationalist scale or on on the basis of nationalism. Um, their um, electoral candidates and their issues have always been within the province. You know, it's always to do within the province. So this was the first time that the people of Balochistan actually decided to, um, you know, call out to the whole country uh, on behalf of Imran Khan. And they had their workers' convention. As I said before, it's the northern areas of Pakistan now that are going to be making history. Um, this time, it's not Punjab. And, well, it's almost never Sin. Um, so, usually you see Punjab, that is the one that begins to be active and then it activates the whole country and then it creates this momentum and then it gets things charged and get things, gets things done. But this time, um, yeah, Punjab is a bit, Punjab is doing it in its own way, but no, it's not the way that the northern areas of Pakistan are now taking up with this issue. And that's a very good thing because 
the fact that the northern areas, which usually kind of stay away from all of these kind of political um, conventions or, you know, uh, rallies and stuff, you know, as I said, they usually limit themselves to their own provincial um, candidates. But just because it's Imran Khan, so the whole of the northern part of Pakistan is up in arms. And they are, you know, constantly having... Also, I think it's also because they have the benefit of having the courts over there that are not kowtowing to the illegal government and to the army. So because of that, you know, the courts are challenging the illegal government. The courts over there are challenging the authorities. Um, so they are challenging anybody who is trying to suppress them and suppress the freedom of their people. So I guess that is probably a reason why also the people in the northern areas of Pakistan are more um, vocal, more active. And kudos to them, as I said, uh, I've always said that kudos to them. Um, I know that last week Lahore also had a bike rally. Um, the PTI members, you know, they had a huge bike rally in Lahore last week. I know that. But again, you know, as I said, that, you know, rallies are, you know, gaining momentum again. And, um, well, once again, PTI made history and created another precedent by having an online rally, a virtual rally. And this was the biggest virtual rally ever to have been recorded um, with literally millions of people, despite the fact that the government tried to shut down the connectivity. And they tried, they actually tried to shut down the network and then they tried to tamper with the bandwidth of the internet connectivity to slow down the speed to such an extent that people, you know, would not be able to comfortably, um, you know, basically surf YouTube or WhatsApp or Facebook or anything, basically. Um, so especially YouTube, especially YouTube was targeted. And because of that, you know, um, actually they thought that because of that people would, you know, get so fed up of all the buffering and all that they would just, you know, get sick and tired of it, that they would leave it alone. But as always, Pakistani people will always do the opposite of what you wish them to do. Um, the people of Pakistan, actually, when they started wondering why their internet was not working properly, then they found out that, oh, it's because there's a rally going on. So everybody joined the rally. <laughs> seriously. I mean, seriously, even I actually didn't know, because as I said, originally, this was a PTI, uh, you know, it was again there. It was their rally, but it was mainly, you know, um, they were connecting to all the other PTI members all over the world online. And, you know, many of us actually were not aware of it. But when when we started getting these issues with our internet connection then everybody started wondering okay what's going on and then the news spread that oh actually it's because of this rally so you have people from all over the world um streamed um you know they um live streamed or, or you could say you know they they watched the rally live and you know they participated in it and more and more people joined more and more people you know were active, more and more people participated. So that was, you know, again, um, a huge backfire for the illegal government, for the army. Um, in fact, the pathetic and desperate attempt to tamper with the bandwidth um, was not lost upon the rest of the world. Yeah, the rest of the world is probably mocking the desperation 
of the illegal government and the pathetic desperate act of theirs, you know. I mean, uh, we are laughing at them, so imagine what the world is saying. So, in fact, you know, uh, in the words of Oriya Magbujan, who is a columnist, a serial columnist, um, he, you know, he said that never has our country united before on anything the way it has united for just one man, you know, Imran Khan. Uh, that was, you know, speaking about Balochistan, you know, about how the, the rally in Balochistan happened, you know, how the workers' convention again turned into a rally in Balochistan. And how they were talking about Pakistan as a nation. They were not talking about Balochistan, the province. They were talking about Pakistan, the nation, and they were talking about Imran Khan. So, yeah. Um, and also, um, why um, is it that the illegal government seems to feel fear uh, about the PTI's uh, ongoing dominance of the, over the social media? Well, it's because despite the fact that, as I said, that they have tried to mimic uh, Imran Khan's uh, social media engagement, you know, PTI's engagement on the social media with the public, the army has tried to mimic it, but the uh, the um, establishment has tried to mimic it. Um, the illegal government has tried to mimic it. But the problem is that they are, again, mimicking it, yes, but not in a good way. So, yes, it um, they are actually using media cells that they've created to, you know, give this whole illusion that they have a huge following on the social media as well, but actually they don't. It's all their media selectivity. So the actual, un, um, you can say, unadulterated factor of the social media shows that PTI still dominates the, the social media because PTI is essentially a party of the youth and the public of Pakistan, again. So when we talk about PTI members, we're not just talking about, you know, a few hundreds of people or a few thousands of people. PTI members are essentially the people of Pakistan, right? So it, this is that is why it is called the largest party of Pakistan, you know? It is by far the biggest party of Pakistan because the members are the people of Pakistan. So, um, in fact, also, uh, also what they did is because they said that they're going into election mode and this virtual rally was done keeping in mind the coming elections and because how can you have an election-oriented rally without the leader, you know? So Imran Khan is in jail, obviously. So what they did is that they used artificial intelligence to clone his voice and make it seem as if he was, you know, addressing um, the Pakistanis. He was addressing the people all over the world. So it was a four-minute address, I think. And obviously, it's um, people loved that as well. Everybody knew that it was not Imran Khan himself. But the message was clear, because this is a message that Imran Khan has been giving us one way or the other anyway. So it wouldn't be wrong to say that he was sort of semi-quoted. Um, now, the thing is that the rally began at about 9 p.m., the online rally, that is, it began about 9 p.m., and that is exactly when the internet started having issues. And again, you know, that is when people, out of curiosity, um, started wondering and checking out and then finding out about the rally, and more and more people joined in. From all over the world, people were already joining in, and um, it ended up being a huge success. And now people are actually mocking 
um, the the illegal government um, on section 144. As you remember, the article 144, section 144, was uh, placed on most cities of Pakistan. So it was actually an answer to that, that this virtual rally took place. And now people are saying, okay, so try and add uh, section 144 on a virtual platform, which is impossible. The law cannot do that um, because that is about physical gathering of people. But you can't stop somebody to, you know, go online. Although they tried that. So, yeah, things are picking up again. Things are picking up. There is momentum being built. Um, and the pathetic um, acts of desperation of the army and the government are getting so obvious. You know, I mean, our chief of army staff who went to America basically just to try to convince them that, you know, we are continue to do, we will continue to do your work for you. You don't need to pretend to have a democracy in Pakistan. Let's just have an open dictatorship. But America was, uh, you know, suddenly the, you know, obstinate about it. They're like, no, no, no. We need to maintain the illusion of democracy in Pakistan. So you have to hold the elections. So, yeah. So because the, the army knows that if they hold the elections, um, PTI will win. And the fact that they're trying to remove PTI by hook or by crook from the elections, um, either by, you know, removing their emblem or by uh, forcing their candidates to withdraw as PTI members and then run the campaign as independents, you know, so which will confuse people even more because then we wouldn't know um, who is who and which emblem belongs to who and, you know, which party are they essentially going back to. So basically to just, you know, disorient or, and to um, confuse the people of Pakistan, you know, to discourage them from voting. Or PTI. So they're, they're doing all these kind of things, but I think that they are aware of the fact that if they continue with the rigging and if they steal people's votes like they always have done, and if they put in fake votes of non-existent people, um, then this time the people really might end up um, with a bloody revolution. Because as I said, the people in Pakistan are extremely angry. It's just that they have never had a bloody revolution before. So, you know, it it will take time. But people are angry. They are getting aggressive. They're getting violent. Um, they are beginning to challenge the illegality of the whole process, the illegality of the, um, you know, of the workings of the court, of the workings of the army, of the illegal government. So they are questioning, they're challenging, they're rallying up, you know, and this is gaining momentum. As I said, as of now, it is the northern areas that are, you know, um, creating waves and making history and creating a precedent. But again, you know, as they say, Lahore wakes up from its slumber uh, like a princess. It takes its time, but when it wakes up, then it it literally uh, shakes up the whole nation. But right now it's the northern areas who have woken up from their deep slumber that is shaking up the whole nation. And we're hoping that this momentum will not break and that for once the bad guys will lose 
who wants America will not get its wish for once. The good guys will win. So this is me signing out. Goodbye.